0: We're continuing in our meditation series uh, to prepare for the table in Psalm 37. We'll just be looking at two verses, verses 37 and 38. Verses 37 and 38. Mark the blameless man and observe the upright, for the future of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. Lord, enable us to understand your word, and may we prepare our hearts to come to commune with you, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's pretty clear here. It starts right off, and it says, Mark the blameless man. Mark that kind of person. And it says, Observe them. Also, observe the upright. So in order to mark the blameless person, uh, the righteous person, that all through Psalm 37, we've been seeing the contrast between them and the wicked. Mark the righteous person, the person who fears the Lord and who is walking in righteousness. And to mark here means to take notice. So you take notice of this kind of person. You pay attention to what they do and you pay attention to what they say because there's a benefit in that for you as you observe this kind of person. In other words, keep your eye on them. Hang out with that kind of person. Proverbs 13.20 tells us clearly about that to do that. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. It's exactly what it says here, and it has said all through Psalm 37. Hebrews 6, 12 says, imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Those are the people we should observe. We should learn from them. They, through faith and patience over years, inherit the promises. We see that in Hebrews 11. Paul said to the Corinthians, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. So it's good to imitate certain kinds of people. And so we are to observe the upright, the righteous person who is seeking to walk in the way of the Lord, in his truth, in other words, rather than the ways of the people of the world, the systems of the world. Those, for example, who the media put forward as admirable. Almost any media does that. As people who they think we should be emulating. So the media and many government leaders are insidious in this. They're crafty and they're cunning and they're extremely determined in this. And we have to remember that, especially for the sake of our children. They are committed to getting us to follow them. And they make it look pretty nice, sound pretty nice, kind of easy maybe to follow them. But we know that the end of following them is the way of death. The government school system is seeking to crank out, turn out, uh, train those who will just follow the humanistic worldview that they are purporting without question. And we see the result of that in our nation. And on the whole, that system, and many, most maybe people in that system, despise the Lord and despise his law. That is no system for believers to be a part of. And what foolishness to do what pagans do to follow those who are blind as bats so to speak they have no idea of the end of their path really of the consequences uh, that will happen to them and to anyone who will follow them and nor do they really care what happens to those who follow them who they get to follow them in fact they want people to follow them because they need support they're not really sure they need confirmation in their own heart that their way is right Because they know in their hearts, really, they know they don't know what they're doing or where they're going. But they want us to think so, and they want us to follow them. They don't know that they are following the father of lies. Or if they do, if they're conscious of that, then they are certainly doomed to destruction unless they turn to the Lord in repentance and faith because of his grace. So, dear followers of Jesus, we are to take note of and observe the ways of the person who is seeking to do the law of the Lord. Psalm 111 earlier said, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do his commandments. In other versions, it says practice. Follow those kind of people who are practicing the law of God, trying to live it out. Each of us should learn from those who are humble and who fear the Lord. And so are practicing the word. They're not just saying that they know it, or can show, show that they know a lot, they're living it out. And if you do that, I think, if you observe and follow and learn from the righteous long enough, you will see that the future of that person is peace, that the blessing of the Lord is upon them. You'll see it. Psalm 112 says, Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. And there's an amazing list then in Psalm 112 of how these people are blessed. And one of them is that that person... Those people will not be afraid of evil tidings. Their heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. So that person's not easily shaken or turned aside to follow after these, uh, the media, for example. They have the peace that the Lord gives. They have peace of conscience and they have a peace of, of, in their eternal hope and their eternal inheritance. They do not fear bad news, but rather have a steadfast heart. They have a secure trust in the living God and thus they have peace. You can see that. No, they have peace in all circumstances, and so we are to mark, we're to observe, we're to follow the blameless person, the one who knows the peace of God, because they follow the Lord Jesus. So mark the end of this kind of prosperous man, and compare it to the end of the seemingly prosperous wicked man, who die without hope, who die without peace, and then we see again in contrast, verse thirty-eight. There's a huge difference between those who are upright and uh, follow the upright, or, and the wicked, those who follow their own way, or they follow others blind, blindly, and who are not following Jesus. They follow others who are not following Jesus. And so, they're all together stumbling to destruction. Verse 38 says, but the transgressors shall be destroyed together, it says. Think of that. They will be destroyed together. It emphasizes that. The future of the wicked shall be cut off, Now, earlier in Psalm 37, I've said this a number of times in this series, do not fret because of him, that is the wicked, who prospers in his way. And certainly, don't fret over it and certainly do not follow them. Work to not follow them. We are to follow the righteous because those who walk with the wicked will face the same end. That is, clearly here, destruction. They shall be destroyed together. Psalm 1 says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. They don't, they don't listen to that counsel, whether it's through media or wherever else. They will not listen to that kind of counsel. Blessed is a man who walks, or who does not stand in the path of sinners. So they're not even on the same path. They're not going that way. For anything, they should turn that way. They don't sit in the seat of the scornful. In other words, they don't. Their prime communion in life is not sitting hours, days, months with those people. But they walk. The ones we should notice are those whose delight is in the law of God and who meditate on it day and night. Mark the people who do that and observe those who delight in the law of God and meditate on it. Keep your eye on those kind of people. They're like the good tree, who are like trees like planted by rivers of water. In other words, they'll always have what they need to grow in life, to grow in the Lord. They bring forth fruit in its season. In other words, there's evidence. There's good fruit coming out of them. There's blessing from them. Their leaves shall not wither, it says. So they'll be healthy, they'll be vibrant. And whatever he does shall prosper. In other words, their end is peace. Observe those kind of people. The ungodly, it says. In other words, the wicked, the transgressors, are not so. They're like chaff. It just blows away. And like last week, we we thought a little bit about the trees that will be blown over that were blown over, many of them in this city, because they were rotten. They were not rooted in the firm foundation of the word of God. and They're not healthy. They were not healthy. Psalm 1 ends, Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. In other words, at judgment they will not stand. In fact, they will fall, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. They won't stand at the end with the people of God, whose end is peace. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, that they will prosper but the way of the ungodly shall perish. In other words, again, destruction. In Gill's commentary in Psalm 37, <clears throat> this is John Gill, uh, not our Gill. Uh, John Gill said this The upright has the truth of grace within him and the righteousness of Christ upon him. Such men are to be marked, observed, viewed, and considered as rare and uncommon men, and to be imitated and followed in the exercise of grace. In other words, how they're living their lives by grace and the discharge of their duty. And especially the end of such persons is to be marked. We can see that. We can read that in many ways. We certainly see it in Scripture, like in Hebrews 11. We see the end of the saints. We see the end of those who have gone before us in faith and that the blessing of the Lord, the peace of the Lord was upon them. So may it be so here. May we not be taken in by transgressors who appear prosperous. May we not follow the world, but follow with all our heart our Lord Jesus Christ and his people, those who are walking in righteousness. And when we partake of this table, we are seeking grace to follow hard after the Lord and to congregate in joy with the righteous, the people who fear the Lord. And we're to flee from the lifestyle of the ungodly. We are able to do that by his grace. The Lord died to free us from that kind of slavery. Rather, we are to be closely associated as we are when we come to the table with the people of God. This table of communion is a time to give thanks that we can be closely associated. We can be intimate with each other in the Lord Jesus as fellow citizens of heaven, as fellow members of the body of Christ. And this is a time to rejoice in the unity and the fellowship of the Lord who has redeemed us from the way of the ungodly And he has redeemed us to a life of hope and peace. Praise God. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we do thank you for putting people in our lives, people in this church, people in the scriptures and in history who we can mark and we can emulate. People of faith whose end is peace or was peace and who help us to stay the course. Lord, we also have examples of those uh, who were destroyed in Scripture because they did not, they would not submit to your law. And we only do so by your grace because you've drawn us to yourself and given your life for us. Oh Lord, we ask that we would delight now in coming together at this time of communion with you and that individually and with one heart and one mind, we would give thanks for your sacrifice for us and for salvation from a destructive life and a destructive end. And Lord, we ask this, and we rejoice in this means of grace that you have instituted through our Lord Jesus Christ, and we praise you in his wonderful name. Amen.